0: time to talk to Celeste Katz. It's uh, Veterans Day in the U.S. today on the East Coast. It's just past 11 a.m. on the 11th day of the 11th month, and Americans are commemorating what we call Armistice Day. Celeste Katz-Marston is in the States for her ABC Overnights chat, and uh, she's on the line right now. How are you, Celeste? You well? Good morning. Glad to be with you. Doing well. Since its creation back in 1921, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier has drawn crowds of tourists to Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, Visitors are now being allowed on Tomb of the Unknown Soldier Plaza for the very first time in a century, right?
1: Right. This is something that's very unusual that we haven't seen. Usually, um, you know, the the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery is treated as as kind of a consecrated site, really. And there are a lot of, uh, you know, rituals and practices and rules about what you can do and how close you can get to it and so on. But this, you know, literally once-in-a-lifetime event is happening where people have been able to approach the tomb to, uh, to pay their respects, to uh, place a single flower uh, at the site. This is something that uh, probably we won't see again in our lifetimes.
0: My grandfather fought in the First World War, and he always said, you know, they'll forget about us in years to come, but it only seems to be that more people are turning up now to pay their respects.
1: Yeah, I, I hope so, again. I mean, this, this particular uh, case of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is is unusual, and some of the um, some of the observances of uh, holidays like Veterans Day and Memorial Day, obviously, in the past few years have really been changed by the pandemic. You don't have groups gathering uh, either at Arlington National Cemetery or at, uh, you know, local places of remembrance uh, in the same way we usually do, because people are trying to be distant from each other, be careful about gathering in large groups. Uh, even with the vaccine becoming uh, much more widely accepted and available, things are still a little bit different but you know this is something that's uh, unique and I think a lot of people uh, who registered not everybody could go but uh, um, some people have had the opportunity to experience something uh, very unusual very unique
0: yeah absolutely and no doubt it'll be back next year Um, how else are people commemorating today
1: uh, you know usually there there are uh, sort of gatherings there may be uh, honor guard ceremonies uh, flyovers that's another one that's that's quite popular um, you know Veterans Day different from Memorial Day when we remember the people who died in uh, in military service today is to honor everybody who served, um, you know, living and otherwise. So, uh, you know, for, for some people, it's uh, just a, a holiday, a day off from work, that kind of thing. But, you know, some people do take the time uh, to remember the people who would serve. So uh, for everybody who's listening, I'd like to thank my personal favorite veteran, my father.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I thank my grandfather, too, who was in the Australian Light Horse Brigade. Um, you know, to everybody that served, no matter what uh, battlefield, thank you so much for your service. Uh, A huge story out of the US at the moment, food banks distributing to those already in need, the downtrodden, the people who are hungry, they're already facing an increased demand from families sidelined by the pandemic and now facing a huge new challenge, surging food prices that are hitting the nation right now. Tell me about the consumer prices that are surging at the moment.
1: Yeah, we're, we're really looking at a, a big increase in the prices of sort of normal everyday staples like uh, like food. And, uh, you know, people are experiencing inflation. The economy has been seriously, uh, you know, sort of bobbled by by the pandemic. And now we're seeing some of that coming out in um, in ways that affect the people who, you know, are really in need. And so we're talking about this situation with food banks, uh, charities, uh, places that people can go for extra help, you know, they're experiencing uh, shortages that have to do with supply chain problems, labor problems, you know, labor supply and so on, and just the cost of everything going up. And that's going to make it tougher to make sure that people have what they need, especially around the holidays.
0: Yeah, I think it was about 6.2%, wasn't it, compared to last year? The biggest rise in about 31 years. So since 1990, huge increase. Pretty widespread, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, so we, we've seen the cost of certain, you know, basic foods coming up, you know, including things that are, are shipped from overseas because there have been some issues in, in transport and, and so on. You know, there's been uh, a real problem with getting stuff here. So when you have that kind of scarcity um, compared to that kind of demand, uh, you see how that math works.
0: Absolutely. And Congress mandates new car technology not to be electric, but uh, this technology is to stop drunken driving. How are they going to do that?
1: Yeah. So basically, we have a huge infrastructure bill going on. That's uh, It's got a lot, a lot of, of different angles to it. But one of the things that it's focusing on, uh, one of the, the things the spending is focused on is uh, road safety. And so there are going to be mandates on uh, U.S. car manufacturers to actually put in place technology that is supposed to um, limit, if not completely prevent, drunk driving, driving under the influence. And that could include infrared cameras, uh, and and other measures that basically uh, will inform a driver if they notice a difference in somebody not paying attention to the road, uh, you know their body position, uh, reaction time, and so on. And at first, it would basically give a warning. This is what we understand about it. It's not totally specific yet. But um, in the worst case, if somebody really appears to be unable to operate the car safely, the car would slow itself down, pull off the road, and stop.
0: Wow. I know there's technology at the moment, isn't there, to, to blow here, and if you've got a reading, then you can't start the car. So maybe they'll look at something like that. I think it's a great idea. If it saves lives, anything helps. Um, and also, just before we wrap up, you, you may have a bit of a Christmas tree sh- shortage locally where you are, Celeste, yes?
1: Yeah, this is uh, in in Massachusetts. People are already saying. I know it's only oh. the 11th of November, but I people know. are already saying that there will yet again be a Christmas tree shortage. Wow. I think particular to these places where you can go and cut your own Christmas tree, and you know, for some families, this is like a cool, fun thing to do. But you know, especially again during the pandemic, um, where people were finding. Trying to find stuff to do that was, uh, you know, family oriented and fun and relaxing, but also outdoors, you know, not in a, a crowded place like a, a shopping center or a movie theater or at a party or something like that. So everybody's going in droves to to do these things that are kind of fun but safe. And cutting down your own Christmas tree <laughs> is one of them. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're we're uh, we're hearing that if people want to get the tree that they uh, imagine, uh, you know, in their perfect fantasy Christmas, they should start. Thinking about it.
0: now. <laughs> when do you start putting up the? I don't think it's after Thanksgiving, isn't it? That's when Americans start to put up the trees and the decorations.
1: Yeah, typically it would start right around there. Although Christmas does seem to be encroaching more and more on Thanksgiving. My my husband always jokes about, uh, you know, Christmas is war on Thanksgiving and sort of trying to run it over. So, um, yeah, but
0: that much. would be about right. It's about right here too. Um, you know, we came out of uh, lockdown on the East Coast for COVID. We, we sort of hid in Easter and we've come out now and it's almost Christmas. It's just, it's bizarre to finally get back to the shops and see all the Christmas decorations. Uh, it's, it's crazy, but anyway. Celeste, it's great to catch up with you. Thank you.
1: Always a pleasure.
0: All right. That's Celeste Katz-Marsden, uh, who is in the United States of America where they're uh, commemorating Veterans Day in the US today.